It's time for the weekly sports dump. And I'm your host, Joe Canale. Yeah, that's right, folks. It's me, your host, Joe Canale. It's your weekly sports dump. Maybe I've even changed the intro today so it says weekly sports dump. But I can't promise that. But I'm telling you now, it is the weekly sports dump. I am your host and my co-host, Dan Antonucci, is here. Yeah, we're constantly working. I say constantly working. And what I mean is I will occasionally send out a text anywhere from the day before, but usually the day of and sometimes an hour before to a few people to try to get them in. It's very bad producing on my part. There's no doubt about that. Well. They say bad producing is the new good producing. So oh, well, it's I mean, it's not like well. bad production is, has held other pro, uh, projects back from success. <laughs> but uh, I'm here with you and you've changed. I can see you've changed your Zoom handle to Sports Dump CEO. So you've tailored yeah. it particularly from whatever it was before. Now, was yeah. it the same thing it had been before the crazy name you had? Yeah, it was like Critter Fuzz or other. Yeah, so you had said, that you know, for quite some time and you were doing some professional zooms with that. Throw Joe off. I better. It did throw me off. Tighten it up. And you know what else just threw me off? And I mentioned this before, but Jay Johnstone, uh, a comedian who we know, he's on Mr. Show and he's worked in Chicago, I think. I don't know if that's where he mm -hmm. came out of, but I think so. Uh, was at the at the Capitol rally slash riot slash insurrection. Apparently, all all news is pointing to that. There are pictures the FBI can't identify, but every improviser has been able to on Twitter. So uh, what do you That's think about interesting. it is interesting? What do you think about, you know, because Mr. Show was not a it was a I'd say a libertarian show. Like, yes, know, it wasn't really yes. a political show in any way, but no. they would take shots at everything. Sex, drugs, social commentary was their mm -hmm. main thing. It's not that they didn't, you know, they they would skewer all politicians, not politicians one way or the other. Correct. And, and, and he was on the show. And those guys, I'm sure, knew each other's views in some ways. I don't know about the Trump thing. And this is well before that. But I was never necessarily struck with that being a woke show, per, perhaps hysterical. But yes, definitely a show that probably couldn't be done today for a number of reasons. And, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if other members of that uh, cast turned out to be a little bit more conservative than you thought. Still funny, yeah. shit, though. So that that kind of blows that out of the water a little bit in terms of, you know, I've always kind of thought in terms of creating comedy, at least political comedy, it, it's hard to be on the right, so to speak, and be funny. Because what you're doing is you're kind of since their whole agenda is, you know, to. To oppress women and minorities, it's hard to make that funny anymore. That is true. I don't know if it ever was authentically funny. Exactly. True. Yeah. I mean, it was a crutch and it was a, a comedy staple throughout the 70s, actually. I mean, and I know this because I've, you know, I worked at Second City uh, and they had archives and there was a period of time in like the late 70s, early 80s, when the best way to end a scene was to yell some insult at a woman like oh she's a whore. What a bitch. Those are like two actual ends to scenes. Man, it's horrible. Uh, and, you know, that was that was that that was supposedly a 
And that and that's the other thing I've read. You know, people say Second City became more liberal in like the 90s. And I was like, it really wasn't always that way. Probably wasn't the 60s. And then in the 70s, everyone was so apolitical. They just hated everything. But that's where all the misogyny and stuff was able to kind of, you know, earn its place, so to speak, because there wasn't necessarily a division in politics at that time. Like all guys were misogynists. Republican That's or Democrat. Interesting. Where, where does, does is that like a learned behavior? Like, how do you become like a misogyny? misogynist? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely learned. It's like racism. It's like everything else. My father, you know, any and your father might be super liberal. He, he your folks strike me as being kind of hippy dippy ish, which maybe puts them a little bit ahead. My dad was folk music, but he would stop at before Bob Dylan. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's yeah, like yeah. Kingston trio folk music. So there's a difference there. They got button up shirts still. Yep. So, you know, he's not like an outwardly, you know, saying awful things, but he said stuff like, you know, his view of women in the workplace is certainly behind anyone else's that I know. Oh, dear. He just, you know, like like he, he tries to find ways to justify the difference in the pay gap. You know, women aren't as interested in working like that, you know, and it's stuff that's like, wow. Yeah, oh. dude. You know, and I've talked uh, about the Williams sisters. It's like we were never around African-American people or minorities. So it was easy for us to think we weren't racist. But then my right. father thinks that there is no racism at tennis clubs when the Williams sisters are going there. And I'm I'm certainly not at that point of thinking that. Yeah. No. And, and I was able to go to college and live in a big city and have access to a greater diversity of people than mm-hmm. my dad, perhaps. And that's why I learned that stuff. But anyway, uh, you know, I'm th- this doesn't seem like it's sportsy, but really, as I was looking at the the kind of the ticker of sports stories for this week, they're all pretty much all shitty. There's okay. the Creighton. There's the Creighton coach who has yep. a son in the NBA who twice used the term plantation. Yeah, big. Uh, I think he really messed up his phrasing choices there. You could have used. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of other synonyms for that. You could have said yeah. nobody leaves other than jail. That was the worst word he could have used. Yeah. Like like you say you. Do, so and if you don't know uh, the coach of Creighton, which is in Omaha, Doug McDermott or his dad, Coach McDermott, I don't know what mm-hmm. his name is. Uh, used uh, uh, at the end of the game in a speech to his team said, we can't have anybody leaving the plantation. We've got to stay together on the plantation. Yeah. I, I mean, he probably had a different word in his mind. What could like, he say? Say locker room, say building, say campus, anything, yeah. say group, say box, say, say whatever. Like it's, I, I am flummoxed as to how you can chew, ha, land on that word without absolutely choosing it. Yeah, like and then upon saying uh, it the first time, he says it again. Yeah, you know, like, like it's just so head scratching. I, I don't who know can't, who can't stop themselves midway through a word if you know it's bad. Like that yeah. to me shows a slow thought process. And he's a coach, and they plan and they think about these things. And oh God, yes. Like so, yes. I don't. I think he may just have lacked. I mean, I, I'm not. You know, I'm but not, how do you the get guy to that word? Made a mistake. I don't think he understands that word uh, clearly. He, now, I was yeah. going to try to also get Ephraim Salam. And do you know that Ephraim was on Jeopardy last night? What? Yep. Well, then I have it on my DVR. That's you do? exciting. 
You're going to yeah. be very excited. Ephraim Salam, former uh, co-host and still a contributor, hope, hopefully. I texted him before I found out he was on Wheel of Fortune, which I also watched. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. I thought you said Jeopardy. I did say Jeopardy. I meant Wheel you of did. Fortune. Okay. That's still cool. That's still cool. It is I cool. just don't have it on my DVR. It is cool. And he, he, he and you know, this won't be a spoiler for anybody uh, listening. He doesn't win, which is okay. He just wanted yeah. to be on the show, I think. And I yeah. bet the other people needed the winnings more than him. Wow. He just That's always so wanted to be on the show. Good and he didn't him. say he was a football player either. Good for him. Yeah. So that was a highlight. Our, uh, our old pal Ephraim being on. Uh, and he won about 4,400 bucks, I think, on Wheel oh, of Fortune. Yeah. There you go. So that was a, a bright spot this week. But yeah, the Creighton coach, you know, and now he's been suspended. He's done. It's over. Yeah. You know, that area there, Wichita State, Creighton, these small mm. mid-majors in the Midwest. It's like everybody thinks they're still Bobby Knight at that in that part of the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Shockers. And the yes, exactly. The Blue Jays. Blue Jays. All that shit. A couple of people. Cochran spent some time at Creighton. Did he? And Wichita State, oddly enough. Yeah. Um, Bridget Kloss went to Creighton. There you go. Yeah. So these are names that nobody listening probably know. Uh, maybe everyone. Yeah. So that was an awful thing that happened in college basketball. I can pretty much go through each sport and, and name the horrible uh, story of the week. There is literally because you got all star game coming up. So we're going to be in a break for actual sports happening except hockey and soccer. Yeah. But those are not your your prime sports. Does anybody like all star games in any sports ever? Just curious. I used to watch the all star game in the NBA when they all wore their own uniform. Yes. And it was magic. And I remember Alvin Robertson, for some reason, being an all-star like five years in a row when I was uh, watching those games, he played for San Antonio. Sure. He was like the steel master. He had a triple yeah, double box, with steals. Yeah. He had a triple double with points, rebounds and steals. Maybe a quadruple yeah. double. Actually. He was, he, I he, he I was going to make a steals joke. Uh, but you beat me to it. He, yeah, he's he's incredible stealer. And yeah. just one of those guys that kind of looked cool, had a cool name. And number. yes, I always exactly. Exactly. A little bit of a cool underrated cards. guy. Maybe I don't know. I, I you know, I don't go on basketball reference often, but now I, I think today maybe I will to go look at that. So that's mm -hmm. uh, uh, so. So what I'm saying is we're, you know, in another one of these dearths of sports action, unless you like major league baseball games that could be called at any point, any inning can end whenever a yeah. manager wants now. And that'll get me to, I'm working on an article, an actual article for the sports dump website Ooh. About, about how great Tony LaRusa is. Okay. I can, I can get into that. It's sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so work for that. You know, the, the white Sox could be the most exciting thing in baseball, except for their shit manager. Well, do you, if you sitting in California can think that, don't you think the management should be able to figure something out? Yes, probably. But that he hired him because he was mad that he fired him. He even said as much <laughs> and they didn't do any. They didn't do. I'm getting off topic because I still wanted to get a, a, your opinion on Creighton. But now we're on the White Sox for a second. He didn't do any of the searches, you know, the selling rule or whatever. He didn't interview any minority candidates. He fired a minority who had been nice. doing well and brought in Tony La Russa. Ah, good gravy. Good gravy they is just, right. You know, there's a, I think any dudes like 
that have been successful air quotes are happening and powerful yep. and like yep. of a certain age, they just, and they keep recycling like, them and bringing them back because they're all of a like mind. Yeah. And, and, and Tony LaRusse is not going to say anything. And this is, this is not, I'm not suggesting any of this is true, but just the example, LaRusse is not going to tell on Reinsdorf for doing something. Wow. No longer. You, you put the Reinsdorf right out of my mouth. Yeah. You know, so all these guys, if they bring in more members of the old boys club, nobody's going to turn in anybody else. And so yeah. now they, it's going to, the ironic thing is you're going to see some places become even more insulated. Great. Well, maybe Donald Sterling will make a comeback. Yeah, right. That's, that's what's next. So, so do you think uh, they fire him at Creighton there? It's a, it's a situation where he's, by all accounts, prior to this unique choice of words yeah. here, a good dude. Uh, yeah, has a son in helpful, the NBA. Uh, helps it, the community, yeah. And again, it's hard to say with these guys, where does it lie? Some of the, right. some of the language they use with, with different players. Is right. there any, like... You know, the, the the whatever you want to call it, the inherent systemic racism that they don't even notice. Yeah, because they're not even looking at that point of view. They're only looking. And I think coaches are very myopic in that way. We're like, sure. I don't give two shits where you came from. If I know you came from from being poor, I'm going to hold that over your head and threaten sending you back there. Yeah, it, exactly. it's all, they're still all with the stick and no carrot with these guys. So, yes, it's, up to this point, he had nothing. But what level of tolerance do you have when he uses it? It's almost like if even if in the thing he was like plantation plat, and like stopped himself the second time. But, but yeah. going through with it a second time to me is is missing something. Now, where do you draw the line with he should just apologize, say I, I made a mistake, I regret it, I'm going to grow and learn from it move forward or he just has to go he can't tolerate this like what's the what's uh, what's I mean, the thing it's so hard to say because you know you the i guess you have to look at the big picture but at the same time i mean how can even from a pragmatic point of view if i'm a coach in that conference and i'm recruiting players that's the only exactly. word i have to drop so so ultimately, they can hide behind saying that it's the right thing to do. But like anything in this instance, it probably is because he's damaged goods that will no longer be as valuable to them as he was. Correct. Before. It hurts. Yeah. Optics affect yes. economics, affect exactly. brand strength. So blah, I think blah, blah, he doesn't blah. stay. But as to why and if it's, you know, fully morally correct. Well, the odds say probably not. Yeah. All right. Will he get rehired and how long will be a gap? Uh, yes, I think he gets I think he might end up being like a, a an assistant at a power five school for a bit. Yeah. And then and then again, you know, or maybe an NBA assistant. Somehow these guys, you know, these benches are so, you know, six, seven guys so that they all have a job. I know it's crazy. It is. But I don't mind that ultimately because and you know this, the industry that we work in. How many times is there, are, is there 
you know, a little bit more work than probably is necessary, but two other guys right. get a job that day, myself it, being exactly uh, yeah. the person. And I'm aware of the whole system. And ultimately, I think it'd be easier to have 75 people send their audition in from home than have them drive down to wherever. But I don't have sure. a job in that case. Yeah. So, so, so unfortunately, a lot of these businesses through good times become so bloated and there's so much of this excess industry hanging on. Yes. And I don't feel bad because basketball owners make so much money. Employ as many people as you can. You know, yeah. like like as long as the players get their cut from the CBA that they're you know supposed to get, then everybody else you hire. That's why that's why the Mavericks are a destination because he put money into everything that you could without violating the, you know, collective bargaining and, and salary cap rules. You know, if, if what's that guy, Mark Cuban, if he could have given all of his players a jet to outside of their contract, he would do it. Yeah. But he, you know, that would be a, a huge violation, but what he does is he well, he's one of the best locker ahead. room. Go yeah. ahead. He, he's one of the newer owners. Yeah. Well, I think he's one of the few uh, wealthy guys that like, actually considers things and like and he hasn't been without scandal but i think what they've done after you know well it remains to be seen because there was a big scandal there in dallas with again you can't you can't throw a dart without hitting one yeah but i i believe he was more proactive than other groups in acting on it now i could be a little bit misinformed on that so if you have a if you're a listener wants to pick a bone please pick away yeah but I think generally speaking, especially amongst that league of owners, he is progressive might be a tough way to call it. But yeah, so I well, think he's, he's just, gone they're, they're, Yeah. And they're all such like lame kind of predictable titans of industry humans. Oh, that yes. Any right. variance from that model and is refreshing. Right. And we're always talking about, you know, and even he is incredibly competitive and I'm sure there's corners he's found to cut in or, or shortcuts or whatever you want to loopholes, whatever you want to call it. That's how these guys keep their money, you know, but it's not, again, you're looking at him versus everyone else. So it may be the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, that's true. But you got to take at this point. Well, you know, and, and nobody put be... a gun to a head and told him to take Delonte West in and help him. That's right. You know. and, that, and you're right. And that shows a bit of a, you know, that he's not a robot just out to make money. And I think no. he also realizes I, I, I wish more billionaires would realize that with with just a minimum of care. You will never have to change your level of lifestyle from what it is. You know, yeah. yes, you could lose your money and stuff but you're still going to have your mansion and your jet. Yeah. So like beyond that, what do you need? A mausoleum, like a, like a Egyptian King. Yeah. And build oh. that too. And give the rest away. Yeah, they do. You ever walk through the cemeteries? Yes. All those true businessmen have very, you know, Egyptian-like. Tiger Woods dad is buried in an unmarked grave. Really? That's kind of sad, but well, his mother, if you, I didn't watch the HBO thing, but I, these are some of the details. Spoiler. I still am going to yeah, watch it, but don't uh, say too much because I really want to say that. Well, Tiger learned a lot of his golf and off the course behavior from his dad, apparently. Ah, okay. and mom was in charge of the funeral arrangements. 
So wow. that's what you get. There you go. Lesson learned. Lesson learned, everybody. Yeah. Be so kind. be kind is right. Now, that's our college basketball, the Creighton talk. We went all over, but we landed back on it. And and March Madness, we'll get to that, I think, next week when the tournaments are uh, when the tournament field is announced. We'll have an episode on that. Perfect. That'll be exciting. I'm already excited. Yeah, Just you're you excited. Saying and that got me. My dopamine levels went like through the roof. Now, is your topic a college basketball topic? Uh, yeah, it is. Is it UConn? It is. Yeah. How did you know? I well, asked Dan to have a topic ready for today <laughs> and he was like, no problem. And now, even after he said that, I should have realized that there was only one place it was going to go. Well, you know, every story or every season is like a great novel. And uh, this one has been you a know, journey. It has been a journey. And unfortunately, I have to concede that te- uh, Connecticut has had a variety of runs to the tournament that have been interesting and maybe unexpected. I think one of the titles you won, you were kind of a powerhouse favorite. Yeah, the first one. Okay. And the second one. Well, okay. The first one, the first one was a little to lose to Duke. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. That Duke team. Exactly. With, uh, but yeah, Jay they were, they were a powerhouse, but then uh, the last run that you guys had, you were not uh, one of the great teams in the country at the time. Well, Until the yeah, run. no, Until the exactly. Run. So you're suggesting we were, there'll we be another one. Of those. Late. Yes. All right. Well, let's and, save that well, for the next. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. It no, is no, your no. Topic. Save it. I will say this. You know, we are with a healthy James book night, and uh, I think it goes Jordan, Kobe, book night as far as talented twos over the years. Oof. You're saying book night's going to be better than Bradley Beal? A margin of 1.7 times better, yes. He's going to be better than Jimmy Butler? Different player, but yes, just so much more gifted in a lot of different ways, yeah. He is a lottery pick. I believe. Yeah, he's already up to number nine in the projections. He was down maybe the Knicks will get him. Yeah. All right. Well, the oh, Knicks are no. Be... That's that's terrifying. Well, uh, I don't think there's any bad NBA news, but since we did basketball of college, uh, the NBA, the only thing of note that I have here is that Blake Griffin is going to be a free agent. And uh, I bet he wishes it was five years ago. <laughs> well, sure, but I mean, he's 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 taken a buyout from the Pistons with like three yeah. or four years left. So I bet he still made 60 million. They're Where do you see as a, a good fit? Off. Well, that's what I wonder. Like, I'd like to see him on the Lakers just because I wow. think that'd be kind of cool. That would, that's geez. You know, I wouldn't want to try to match up with those three. Well, he's not what he was before, but no. offensively, you know, he and Anthony Davis. Now he is, at this point, just the backup to Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. But even there as a backup, you know, he's a gifted offensive player beyond the dunking, which he doesn't yes. even do anymore. So just I, also Golden State would be kind of cool. I do not sure. want him to go to the Nets. No Nets. I'd like to see him in San Antonio and see what Popovich can extract. Oh, from interesting. Because Aldridge is hurt a little bit. Like San Antonio is doing really well. And it's like nobody knows anything about that team yeah like demar Derozan wow. and aldridge i thought they would be trying to trade them this year yeah well they've got others you know dejante dejante murray is a hell of a player they, yeah. yes they're they've got those late first round guys who just take a couple more years yeah. to develop and then you got Kawhi leonard 
I think Trey Lyles is on that team now, too. They've got such weird players. Yes. They always go for that Trey Lyles, 6'11.4 yeah. kind of guy. Patty Mills is still there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, they've, yeah, they, they develop really well there, obviously. All right. Let's huh. get off of basketball and on to football, which has its own. Now, the NFL. Uh, I mean, I'll just go through the NFL here for a second. You got Demory Smith essentially was working with anti-union lawyers as the head of the players association. Oh, <laughs> he signed two 10 year deals with the NFL, which is basically suicide. Now it, 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 there's no reason to do it in a league where the average lifespan of a player is four years. Why would you do a 10 year deal? Where no nobody from the beginning of that contract is going to be around for the end of it or or 5% of the players. It, it's so bad and it's so obvious that the NFL essentially, I mean, somebody's got to do a hardcore financial investigation to see if the NFL is hiring the law firm that the Maury Smith worked at, you know, like. Yeah, right. It would, wouldn't that be something? It wouldn't, but it wouldn't be surprising in the least. In fact, I'd say it'd be surprising if we found out that this was all on the up and up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're they're uh, on that too big to fail. Yes. But, and, of... and, you know, I take a special interest in, for some reason, uh, labor stuff. And it's just so dumb. Yeah, like, it's I, I, I would just be so angry at him if I were a, an NFL player because he also left the veterans to hang out to dry. Yeah, which is even classy. worse. Yeah. Oh, you just sent me a story about the NFL owners getting rich. Yeah, exactly. So the NFL, as usual. But is, the Giants are going to get a cool receiver to pair with Daniel Jones. That's exciting. probably Waddle. <laughs> looks like that'll be nice. Exactly. That's exactly it. The NFL is evil as always. And we're going to watch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, until we incentivize them to not be evil, they're just. I know, be... I know. I think people need to just. I don't know. I think. What hackers... about a year off? What if you start hashtagging skip or zero NFL? Well, that's what the players need to do. The yeah. players need to do that next time. There's a, but that's the problem. You're taking thirty percent of a guy's career. Maybe you're asking him to sacrifice that. That's a hard thing to do. You yeah. would really have to have one year where it's like the big stars are like, look. Everybody with a contract over $15 million is going to put a million bucks into this fund. It's going to pay everybody this year to sit it out. I like that. I mean, you have to, you're just going to have to be a collective sacrifice. And, it, and like anything, unfortunately, you're going to have to depend on the, the most, you know, those what are the is, most resources. Uh, what's the legality? What if all the players decided to start a company called like, no playboys dot 22 LLC or whatever. And then they take a year off, invest their own money into this company and, and then start and, a league and also get fans to invest in this company. And then well, that's, that's interesting. Getting fans split up the to shares invest. at the end of the year, yeah. getting fans to invest who knows. I mean, like with Bitcoin and shit like that. And now there's the NBA top shot. I'm sure you're aware of that. Excuse me. You don't. No, this is how somehow eluded me. Oh, Jesus. I don't want to tell you, Dan. Don't tell me. Don't tell Good. me. 
good. You 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 just keep wasting your money on daily fantasy. I'm not going to get you into this. <laughs> they're digital base basketball cards, basically, but they're like nine thousand oh. dollars. Ew, no, thank yeah. you. Or you can buy a pack for nine bucks, but you don't know if you're going to get a Kemba Walker three pointer or a Kelly Olynyk fumbles the ball out of bounds. Oh yeah, no, I'm not interested in okay. no, no, no. This is garbage. Who it the, is garbage. The people that are spending money on that are well. It's like they're either people who are desperate or so rich that they can't again. That there's no failure for them. Two hundred and thirty million spent trading video highlights. Yep. Jesus, I love the. I love when you society. look up these stories. As I tell you, it's good. Get your instant yeah. reaction. So yeah, yeah, that's that's you're right. That's the shitty thing in the NBA this week. But let's let's move on. NFL, evil, college football. Okay. Oh, okay. Great segue. I mean, that's just like evil into evil 2.0. Exactly. And I have two stories in particular. One being the Texas song based on, again, plantations and plantation owners. And the fact that they caved in because a bunch of racist old oil men wrote in and said, I'm going to stop being a booster if you stop singing this song. and they make the players do it it's ridiculous and the weird thing about texas is as far as big schools go Mm -hmm. you see this with some of the florida schools where 90 percent of their roster is from that state nebraska can't do that texas can do that even like texas you know texas there's so many football players that the culture of texas just lives on the team. You're not getting a lot of different kids at that school. So again, you've got the whole state of Texas, a state that decides to separate its electricity grid so that they can skip rules and regulations resulting in $30,000 electricity bills and people dying in a cold front. There's Texas for you. And that's their, their way of thinking. They just released they undid the mask thing in Texas. Yeah, you know, Mississippi. Yeah, these this is these are like. That's that should be like illegal. I think the South may try to secede again in the next 15 years. Good. Farewell. I agree. You know what? The, the uh, except for Florida, um, all the the states in the in the Confederacy constitute about. Well, not Texas. OK. You take out Texas and Florida and you got about 4% of the GDP or something. Those two, you added in and you got like maybe 15%. Yeah. You know, so California is 40%. Well, just to think about the fact that slaves created 330 billion GDP at the time. Just think about how. Yes. In all those states. And that's what makes them angry. They want to still sing their song. and, And that's the only thing they can do is make the great 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 grandchildren of these slaves which it literally is mm-hmm. still sing this song of honor to them if, you know honestly Ugh. if i and and texas is a big school so if you got a scholarship to go to texas you got a scholarship to go somewhere that isn't texas yeah you exactly. know what i mean like, yeah. so, oh, so for sure start taking that into account because it's fine if you got colt mccoy as your good old quarterback but if you don't have five nfl linemen in front of him you're not yeah you know that brings up a question we were talking about four years as this average span for a football player yeah how do quarterbacks play for 12 15 you're like 
Is it because they because they've become they so protected? Physical yes. impact as often. It just looks and they worse didn't used to go 15, 20 years. They didn't, but the NFL realized if we can keep our quarterbacks, because once you're a star quarterback, you know, even in your fading, you'll, you'll have that last shitty year, but go as long as you can. So it's in the NFL's interest to extend quarterbacks as far as possible, because those are the featured guys. Everyone else is replaceable. What if it came out that Tom Brady was Pat Mahomes father? Would that just break the world? Would that be the greatest anything ever? Well, Pat Mahomes' father was a professional athlete. There's no that you pick yeah, a bad well, that's, example. That's, no, 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 no. You can't. Daniel you Jones can't. <laughs> is the best uh, case scenario. An Look, that's an interesting. Brady is so slow that you could not pair him with any Jackie Joyner, Kersey, and him couldn't produce Pat Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he is you know he that guy is half HGH at this point. Yeah. And half tequila. Well, one shot of tequila. So Texas, again, Texas, like the NFL, remains racist. And, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to continue watching them because they didn't in the first place. But the other thing I want to talk about is less miles. Did you hear this Ugh. story? Give me the give it to me. Well, he just he was in charge of hiring all the interns and 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 the women who meet the players so oh, he, no. he made that sure they all fit no. a certain type. And if they did, sure. they got fired. And then he of had course. one come into his car. She said he tried to kiss him. So it was a he said, she said. And of course, LSU is like, well, we couldn't prove anything. Yeah. Like, why would she make that shit up when everything else leading up to it? Yeah. Is him saying, I can help your career. Come to my condo. Put your phone number in my phone with an alias. Oh, like, my goodness. And this is the invest. This is out of their own investigation. And he still didn't get fired. No way. Are you kidding me? That's like royalty in this country, like power college right. football well, program. College football guy with a national title. Good. You know, that's what it is. It makes you except for Gene Chizik at Auburn, who had Cam Newton. And then they, they mm. fired him like a year later. Whoops. They were like, all right, look, someone's going to find out how much money we paid for him soon. So you better go now. Who's so, the what's the name of the Clemson coach? Luce Dabo. Dabo, yeah. That's, uh, he's another peach. Peach. He's like a Jay Johnstone. Like somehow he still gets applause from all types. But if you look a little deeper in what he says, he's hiding a lot of veiled old time thoughts in some religious. I must say, language. I'm still kind of uh, blown away. Like. I mean, I knew Jay was kind of like he played a lot of cops and, you know, isn't that funny too? like there are so so many pictures of him like playing the bad cop or, you know, they've they've been putting a bunch of pictures up there. This is back to the Jay Johnstone thing. Yeah, Yeah. that show he played. We shouldn't have been surprised. Maybe everyone gave him credit for being a great actor and he was just being himself. Yeah. There I'm seeing the pictures of him from that day. From the FBI, yeah, it does certainly look like him. It sure does. Uh, but it also, you know, that's a common look amongst like that type, something year old, yes, fifty-something guy with a close-cut haircut, yelling. Yeah. yeah, yes, you're right. It's true. Maybe it's Odenkirk. Who knows? Nah, he was no, he was 
He's way too slick. He would have been. Uh, That's exactly disguised. right. That's the exactly right. Thing. I'm not saying Odin Kirk doesn't believe the same things, but he's smart enough to not get caught. Well, I'm not saying he does believe the same things. I'm just saying if he did, he wouldn't get caught. All right. Do we have any other awful stuff? There really is no non awful stuff that I saw that was of any interest, you know. No, also, I mean, the Indians, the Indians knew that their coach, Mickey Calloway, like they knew that he was sending dick pics and stuff. And still wow. it goes on. It's just like, it's, how, how can't I'll, why let me lighten it up for everybody? Oh, well, I'm just saying, why doesn't everyone realize maybe it's because it would be so overwhelming. But why don't we have like the purge like one day <laughs> where you're just like, here's everybody here who did some bad shit and we're going to get rid of them right now. And here's all the bad shit they did. And don't blame us later on. Yeah. Hey, you know, but we're heading probably, that direction. <laughs> no, because here's why we won't get to that specific thing, because there's if you do that, there are you, you're going to have companies where 40 percent of the population is gone. Yeah, where exactly. the culture, the culture is so crazy. Uh, my wife was telling me she's been was listening to a podcast and the podcast story was about abusive behavior at a company. Mm-hmm. And during the course of the investigation, other people at the podcast company were like the woman who's doing this report and is in charge of a lot of stuff here does the same shit she's reporting on at this place. And so they stopped the report of workplace abuse because the woman oh who was God. doing the story that, was a workplace abuser. That's absolutely perfect. And incredible. it is. It's crazy. And yeah, it's the kind of thing where you find out, oh, the person who was yelling is actually just as guilty. Well, let me end you with this statistic, please. And yesterday for the only fifth time ever, uh, we had three seven plus magnitude earthquakes uh, in the same day. Yeah, All in the same area, though. Yeah. Well, that's still significant. Sure. It's very tsunami warnings and everything. Yeah, no, I was I was following along very close. No tsunamis, though, it turned out. No, there's some some little little guys. Nothing major. Yeah, good surfing. Mm-hmm. So, what are you saying? What are you are you are you suggesting that we're headed back towards Pangaea? I'm I'm suggesting that that that's the tip of the iceberg. Ooh, there's been so much seismic unrest the last few months, <laughs> and and also this remind you. Some could you, say there's been so much this. for the last ten million years. Yeah, well. Uh, that's true, but but also think about this. Think about the properties of oil and crude oil. Go on. You know they, they're they sucking a, it all out of the ground. Yes. On top and of they, that, the fracking. Yes. The, you know, this is a different playing field. These are you suggesting the crust of the earth is going to collapse? I'm not. Not saying that. that. No, but I will say that I think the pole shift is happening quicker than in the past because yeah. of our weakening magnetosphere. Uh, I think that we're in historic and new and exciting times. Wow. I love our own doing the prediction of uh, planetary unrest. Yes. And, and you're, you're kind of putting it on a different, you know, it's interesting your angle here because a lot of people talk about the damage of the fossil fuels that Mm. they've done to the, uh, to the environment and to the atmosphere, but you're pointing to the actual extraction of these fossil fuels and what it may be doing yes. to the underneath of the world. 
Correct. I mean, billions and billions of, of, yes. of gallons of crude oil now missing. Yep. Holy crap. And what's it filling it up? What's coming? What's in its pay- place? It's all it's all it's what's all dissolved dinosaurs is what it is. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be the new oil because of our extracting of the oil. Isn't it all funny? Earth oh. has a way. <laughs> uh, Soylent green. It's people. Yeah. It's, it's people. made of people. All right. Well, that's a good the, thing uh, to go out. On. Oh, go on. And I will just end this. Well, you said before you were going to end, so we don't yes. know yet. I know this. This is a true. End. This is for real. As always, with these larger magnitude quakes, you can look at the sun and find a corresponding earth pointed coronal hole. And now I'm done. That, so you're saying that like sunspots and solar flares have something to do with the earthquakes. Well, sunspots and solar flares are slightly different than coronal holes, but but absolutely they do. Yeah. Folks, <laughs> okay. Kongpop Uyen, the Japanese scientist, had a whole piece worked out. All right. Maybe you should. Do you have access to our Twitter page? I got to give you access, Dan, so you can put some. Yeah, of this give shit me up. access. I'll tweet some shit. Uh, well, it'll get us on the news, maybe. All right. <laughs> Well, that was uh, our weekly sports dump. Uh, we will be coming back with some March Madness episode and a baseball preview at some point, which we promised not to do any really previewing of baseball that would really turn you away. There you go. Right. We'll do some other good stuff. Maybe we'll get uh, the world's preeminent Ozzie Guillen impersonator, Brad Morris, to come on to the show. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. He, he comes on to the Jim Rome show sometimes when the Sklar brothers are guest hosts. We should have the Sklar brothers and we'll I'd dress love up to. as the Sklar brothers and That's have them great. dress and up say, as us. And say, guess which one of us is which one of you. Yeah. Nice. I like it. All right. That was it. Are you really done? Yeah, I'm going to leave the meeting at a just when you won't even know that it's happening. It'll be so. Yeah, that was it, folks. Uh, that was Dan. And that's me. And rate review and, and tell someone else about the show and be like, listen to this. Do you, do, you, do you like it? Should I stop listening or should I keep listening? Get their opinion, but don't take it if they say to stop listening. All right. Later. Bye. <laughs>